and to have you with us. And uh, I know that there may be a few folks here today because a couple of uh, churches nearby are not having services today. So you may be visiting with us and we're really glad to have you here. And if you had trouble finding a seat, sorry, not sorry. <laughs> it's a nice kind of problem, isn't it? And we will work towards a solution. Don't worry about that. So, so great to have you all here. It is the last day of the year, the last Sunday of 2023. It's traditionally a time when people are thinking about making themselves promises that they won't keep beyond Tuesday. Uh, but, but that's kind of the way it goes, right? I was, uh, I was reading some New Year resolutions uh, the other day, and someone said, my resolution is to live my best life and only buy pants with no buttons or zippers. <laughs> and then somebody else said, I'm gonna to remember to make overnight oats the night before, even though I know I won't wanna eat them in the morning. <laughs> and somebody said, I'm gonna do so much yoga that it actually justifies wearing yoga pants 24 seven. <laughs> somebody else said, I, this is a good one. I will stop daring people to lick frozen flagpoles. <laughs> and this is mine. I will harness every bit of willpower I have to not hit the elevator button repeatedly in a futile attempt to hurry it up. Yeah, the end of a year and the open book of a new year that is ahead of us and I took a phrase that I think you'll all know well and um, want to kind of center a few thoughts, Bible-based thoughts around that here this morning. It's the phrase carpe diem. And carpe diem, uh, I, I say it in its Latin form because I want to impress those who don't know me. And so carpe diem, which actually means, right, seize the day, seize the day. The saying dates back to the Roman poet Horace in 23 BC. So Carpe Diem has been around for a long time. But actually, the whole idea has been around much longer than that. A, a couple of thousand years before him, in, in Psalm 90 and verse 1, it says this. Lord, through all the generations, you have been our home. Before the mountains were created, before the earth was formed, you are God without beginning or end. You speak and man turns to dust. A thousand years are as yesterday to you. They're like a single hour. God, you have always been and to you, God, time's really not much. A thousand years to you is like a single day. That's how God is. It's different for us. Now, time does pass very quickly for us, doesn't it? I mean, really, can you believe like 2023 is gone? Where? And here we are, we're going into 2024. But some of you younger people have no idea what I'm going to talk about now. But... Wasn't it just Y2K a couple of years ago? 
And for those of you who weren't around, or, you know, you're probably less than 25, 26 years old, you know, be thankful you did not live through that awful trauma <laughs> when we were told when the clock ticked and we came into the year 2000 that actually everything was going to go kaput. Computers would not work anymore. Gas pumps at gas stations would not work. Bank ATMs would not work anymore. So people were stockpiling food and stockpiling water to, so, so that they could go into survival mode when, when, when the apocalypse hit at midnight on December the 31st, 2023. And you know what happened when the hand of the clock hit midnight on December the 31st, 2023? It kept going. It kept going. It was, sorry, in 2000, one of those years. <laughs> Darn, I've lived so many years, they all come into one. All right, so. Time goes just like that. And, and, and you know what? God's eternal, but we are not. But we are not. In, in, in fact, in the book of Job, chapter 7, it says this. Job says, my days come and go swifter than the click of knitting needles, and then the yarn runs out. That's depressing. <laughs> An unfinished life. Goes by that quick. He said, in fact, Moses, who wrote Psalm 90, lived to be 120. But here's his conclusion. He says in verse 12, teach us to number our days and recognize how few they are. Help us to spend them as we should. Teach us to number our days, to seize the day. Carpe diem. There's a verse in the Psalms that I just want to home in on just now. And I want to commend to you as a verse that might help you to really... Um, Seize that day right through 2024. And it's Psalm 118 and verse 24. Psalm 118 and verse 24 says, This is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. How about that? Now, now I tell you what we're going to do. Let's read that all together because I'd love for you to really get it into your minds, all right? So, so let's all read it aloud together. Ready? This is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. That's great. You sounded like you meant that. That was really good. This is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Now, here's a great way to approach tomorrow, January the 1st, and each day as we go forward into 2024. Here's a great way to do it. Number one, recognize today is a gift. Today is a gift. This is the day the Lord has made. As much as God made Adam and Eve for the Garden of Eden to enjoy the Garden of Eden, He made the sun rise this morning on a brand new day and He gave it to you and me and said, make the most of it and enjoy it. This is the day the Lord has made. Let me ask you this question. 
What's the best part of waking up? Yeah. Now, if you're visiting, that's as profound as we get here on a Sunday morning, all right? I know some of you are going to have that jingle in your minds the rest of the day, right? Right? You're welcome. Right? The best part of waking up is Folgers in your cup. But it's not. Never mind the brand of coffee. You know what the best part of waking up is? The best part of waking up is waking up. The best part of waking up is waking up. This is the day the Lord has made. We need to treasure today. Yesterday is gone. Tomorrow has not yet come. We have only today. Let us begin. That's the words of Mother Teresa. Yesterday is gone. Tomorrow has not yet come. We have only today. Let us begin. Today is a gift from God. This is the day the Lord has made. And then as we look through that verse, this is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice as I realize this day, today's a gift from God, I, 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 I say, and here's what I'm going to do today, I will rejoice. I have reasons to rejoice. Now, you may be sitting here this Sunday morning and you say, Roger, I only even got here today by the skin of my teeth. And trust me, I don't have a great deal to be happy about at the moment. But we do. We do. We do have reasons to rejoice. Psalm 33 and verse 21 says this, in him our hearts rejoice, for we trust in his holy name. In him our hearts rejoice. It is a wonderful thing to know God. It is a wonderful thing to know God cares. It's a wonderful thing to know God is over all. And before you listen to the morning news or open up a news app on your phone to see what disaster has happened overnight, it's good for us to say, you know what? I can rejoice in this. I rejoice in God and who He is, in His holy name. In the, the people of Israel in the Old Testament were an agricultural nature, so they depended on their crops and their flocks and, and there's a wonderful verse in, in the uh, obscure book of Habakkuk in the Old Testament, and it goes like this. It says, even though the fig tree doesn't blossom, even if there's no fruit on our vines, even if the crops in the fields fail, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will rejoice in the Lord. If we can lift our eyes above the things that causing us anxiety and look a little bit higher, we can see that God is the God who is above everything. This is the day that he has made and I have great cause to rejoice today. I rejoice in who he is and for so many of us here today, not only in who God is, but we rejoice in God's salvation. Psalm 20, verse 5, we will rejoice in God's salvation. I rejoice in who God is, and I rejoice that I am God's. 
I belong to him. Now, no matter what way the wind's blowing and how life is right now, the fact is he is God and I belong to him. This is the day the Lord has made. I've got stuff to rejoice about. I will rejoice and then I, I have reasons to rejoice. And the third thing I want to point out here from this verse is this. He says, this is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. We choose to be glad. A few weeks ago, I, I was awake kind of somewhere in the middle of the night and feeling a little cold, which is kind of unusual for me at nighttime. And I was feeling the cold, thinking, wow, man, something's up here. And when I got up in the morning, the house felt a bit cold, and I thought, oh, dear, no. And then I went and the looked at the thermostat, and I remembered. A certain member of our family had been over the night before. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you who she is. And, <laughs> and was commenting, as she often does, on how hot our house was. And I guess she had decided our house was too hot. So to help us out, because we're too old now to make wise decisions. <laughs> so to help us out, she kindly lowered the thermostat. And I sent her a text thanking her. <laughs> and then in capitals, I put, don't touch the thermostat. Listen, when you get up in the morning, set the thermostat for your day. I'm not talking about the temperature for your house. Set the thermostat for your day. I will rejoice and be glad. Choose to be glad. Every morning, choose your mood. Choose your mood. Say, not as easy as that, Rog. No, it's pretty straightforward. I'm the boss of me. Right? So I choose my mood and say, today's going to be a day when I choose to be glad. There's an interesting verse in Colossians chapter 3 and verse 15, and it says this. It says, let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts. You notice the key word there? Let the peace. It's up to you. It's up to you. I, I, I've had people say to me sometimes, I was having a great day till she spoiled it. Listen, nobody can spoil your day unless you let them spoil your day. He really annoyed me. No, he didn't. You got annoyed. No, let's pull it back where it is. I choose. I will be glad. I will be glad. I will be glad. I'm not going to let that get to me. I'm not going to let them upset me. I'm not going to let them disturb me. I set the thermostat first thing this morning. I choose to be glad. I choose to be glad. Listen, this is the day. This is the day. This is the day we've got. It's the only day we've got at the moment, right? This is the day we've got. So today, I'm going to rejoice. I have cause to rejoice. And I choose to be glad. Now, if I wanted to, I could sit down and make myself pretty miserable about a whole lot of things. And I bet you could too, right? If you chose to. But I don't choose to do that. I choose to be glad. That's the direction 
that I want my day to go in. When your day starts well and something happens to unsettle you, remember you choose your mood. You choose your mood. And let me just throw this in. Be aware of the people and the places and the situations that can impact you negatively. And stay away. Choose your mood and guard it. This is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and I will be glad in it. I want to encourage you tomorrow morning, start the first day of the year. Don't make yourself big promises for the rest of 2024. Dear Lord, none of us knows what's coming. But if you're blessed to wake up tomorrow morning, say, you know what? This is the day the Lord has made. I'll rejoice and I'll be glad in it. This is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Set your course for the 2nd of January when that day comes. This is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. This is the day we have. Let's live it to the full because it is a gift from God. This is the day. Have I said it long enough yet? This is going to be in your head, right? This is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Amen. Amen. Choose that, my friends. Okay, I tell you what we're going to do now. We are going to move into the next phase of our celebration Sunday. And um, if you are visiting with us, I just want to point out that on celebration Sundays, I preach shorter than usual, so don't get used to it. All right, so uh, we're going to move into our baptism phase now. And uh, I am going to invite those who um, committed to being baptized today to come and meet up with Robin here on this side ramp, if you would.